Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Odyssey House Journals. I'm Randall Carlisle, along with my better-looking co-host than me, Rachel Santizo. How are you today, Rachel? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing just fine. It's a beautiful, of course, who knows when people will be watching this podcast, but uh, it's a beautiful day outside the day we're recording it anyway, so... Absolutely. Puts me in good spirits. Uh, what? Okay, you have a new t-shirt every week. What's what's this one? I do. So today I have a shirt and it says Autism Aunt. And I'm wearing it for my nephew, Corbin Hall, who has autism. And so I'm wearing this in awareness for autism today. Yeah, we it's, it's so much. There's not enough known about autism and, mm-hmm. and how to deal with people on the spectrum. So... Uh, it's that's a good awareness note. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, this is one of the most watched and listened to podcasts dealing with addiction and recovery. And so we welcome all of you. And there's about 75 other ones. Uh, we're available to watch on YouTube. Just Google Odyssey House Journals and you can listen to us uh, wherever you get good podcasts, iHeart, Spotify, iTunes. And pretty soon when we're all vaccinated, we will be in a brand new studio Yay, and we wait. can actually we can actually see each other in person no luckily <laughs> i haven't forgotten what you look like because i get to see you every week <laughs> <laughs> you, you know i saw this disturbing i try to uh, sort of convey a little bit of news each each week and there's a disturbing study that they uh, released yesterday from the university of michigan's healthcare system and they say that cases of alcoholic liver disease have risen over 30% during the pandemic. Mm. And, and oh, with, with women's liver disease, oh. uh, not men's. Uh, and they, uh, one doctor at the U of M says uh, they, the cases have gone off the charts. And she said she's come across a lot of women who usually would have like maybe one glass of wine with dinner or something. And now they're drinking one or two bottles of wine at night and or five or six drinks daily. And of course that raises the risk for liver disease. Um, and, and I didn't know this, but uh, she says that uh, women can be affected more quickly from heavy drinking because their bodies process alcohol differently than men. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And we had a conversation about this, about the rise in alcoholism during right. the pandemic and trying to figure out like, is it because it's, we're more isolated at home and it's easier like you can drink all day long no one sees you and so to me it seems um i'm not surprised by this i'm saddened by it but i'm definitely not surprised by it well being an alcoholic in recovery i can certainly understand you know the thinking behind all that uh Mm -hmm. and i should point out that you and i are both in recovery and that's why we enjoy doing these podcasts our guest today is a woman that we dearly love. She's one of my favorite people that I have come across in my years of working at Odyssey House. And she is doing such great things for the, usually we have people here who are in recovery. This is a person who is doing extremely wonderful, almost miracle type things for 
people who are recovering. Amy Altizer, come on down. <laughs> Hi, Amy. Hi. I feel like we should be on the prices right. And we should be yeah, running and waving our hands. I, yeah, that was an exciting introduction. I, I always wanted to be that guy who announces that saying, so-and-so, come on down. Right. You know? yeah, it's fun to watch. Well, this is not ex as exciting as the price is right. And we're not going to give you any prizes, but we are going to give you accolades. Uh, Amy... You. Amy uh, I, well, tell us what you do. It, it's 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 such a miraculous thing that you came up with. Oh, well, thank you very much, Randall and Rachel. Uh, it's an honor to be with you guys today. Um, I get to join the journey of recovery from a space of working my own path of co-addiction, co-dependency, and realizing my need for wellness. And in my journey, of course, of co-addiction and co-dependency, I got to meet and develop deep and um, embroiled relationships with a lot of individuals, some of my own family, um, who are struggling with addictions. And so as I looked at what was going on culturally for us all and watching revolving doors of um, treatment and uh, a lot of times people don't make it back through the door, there's death. Um, I said, you know, we could do something about this. We can do something about this problem. And it just seems so simple because when we leave, when we leave residential treatment or an intensive outpatient treatment, we need people, we need a community, we need a place to exercise the skills that we've just had a wonderful 30 or 90 days, or in some cases, six months to a year, if you're really lucky, um, to practice and utilize. And the world just doesn't necessarily welcome boundaries self-care, healthy relationships, um, right. <laughs> all the things that we learn when we're in treatment and recovery about ourselves. Uh, the world doesn't welcome that. The world, the world, want, the world really welcomes us to remain sick. And, um, and it's so important to hang around other people in recovery as well. It is. As opposed yeah. to running into your old dealer and, and yeah. you know. Yeah. So, um, so, we came up with Flourish Bakery. We spent a good decade, and this last, you know, probably over a decade ago is when this concept was started, and um, looked at that bridge. When, when we leave, when we leave residential, when we leave, you know, early, early treatment, and we are vulnerable and new, like, like a little hatchling, <laughs> we need a bridge, you know, across to um, build, to help us build that healthy community. And gather people around us um, so you who started, support our journey. You started Flourish Bakery, and let's yeah. and for for people who haven't uh, heard about it, it's spelled F L O U R I S H, mm -hmm. and you are located in Midvale. Midvale, yes. And, and what's the location? We're at seven five two West Center Street in Midvale. And 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 I've got to tell you, and she's going to explain how this helps people in recovery, but their products are so, so, so good. <laughs> it's like, and I'm, I'm mad at you. I, I don't know if you can see this. See that there? <laughs> I, you know, I've eaten some Flourish Bakery products and I, I ordered, I think, three pies from you for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and, and they are wonderful, but they are certainly not diet, diet kind of no. food. 
No, we, we, we insist upon teaching artisan um, high quality skills using the best quality of ingredients. Most of those are sourced locally if whenever possible, local fruit, all kinds of stuff you'll find in our ingredient in our ingredient list of our products. And uh, we make everything by, uh, by hand from scratch and um, kind of the way that we do life. Mm-hmm. List some of the products that you sell before we get into the people who are working there. <laughs> well, of course, we have that fabulous Thanksgiving pie menu, <laughs> yes. but you can buy pies all year round at Flourish. You don't have to wait till Thanksgiving. So right now, actually, here's a little sneak peek. Pull back the curtain here. All right. In about one month from today, approximately, we are launching a DoorDash line of products. Wow. And we're opening our DoorDash line with our Cutie Pies. And our Cutie Pies is a trio of mini pies that can be delivered to your door. However, you could also come in and purchase them at our back door store. And so the seasonal flavors that we've been coming up with are like a lemon chess. Mm -hmm. And we also have um, a chocolate brownie pie. We have a caramel macadamia pie. I know, in case you're just a chocolate lover, you know. Um, (laughs) We also have our our local Utah cherry pie and all the apple. And uh, the apple comes with a cheddar crust. It is delightful, local Utah cheddar. So we really feature local products, local people, um, local support and community. It's not just pies not no we've got brownies and cookies and cakes and special events and we've got savory we've got the chicken pot pies and a beef tenderloin pot pie and we've got all kinds of fabulous things out there we do breakfast products you bet we've got it all and um just so you're fully aware amy randall owes me some flourish like items and so definitely send me that menu so i can get that more dashed and <laughs> it's easier for randall yeah The important thing, and one of the reasons you started this is not so we can all get fat. It is, it is, it is because of who you employ and how you help them. Can you describe that? Yeah, actually, actually, Randall, while we do a amazing job of producing incredible uh, products that are tasty, and if we're not careful, we could pack them on um, our hips. (laughs) But what we do is we, we look at holistic um, life recovery, whole, whole life, long life recovery. And what does it take to achieve that? So taking those skills that we learn in early recovery and how do we employ them and grow them. And so we do that at Flourish. And what we do is we look at um, the physical, mental, spiritual, emotional wellness. We look at job skills and life skills. Uh, So of course you're learning baking, you're learning pastry, you're learning business skills. Um, And then soft skills, communication, knowing a little bit more about ourselves. What's our learning style? What's our ACE score? How can we advocate for ourselves? Finding our voice, finding our identity. And most importantly, finding our passion. What do, why do we want to build this beautiful life that's worth living? Because on the other side of this year-long training program, which is a paid training program, very important, people earn a paycheck, get paid twice a month. Um, 
And, and there, are people from, there are people who are getting out of programs yes. like Odyssey House exactly. or, or other programs, right? Yes, yes. Okay. We have some Odyssey House graduates here right now. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. so it's kind of like when you go, one of the barriers, right, when you try to get out is employment and yes. flourish. It's like you have to check those boxes. Yes, I'm a villain. Yes, I've been incarcerated. Yes, like I, I've yeah. been, I'm in recovery. Like all the boxes that people are afraid to check. Yeah. You actually want them to check. I'm sorry. It's a leg up around here. So, <laughs> it gets your foot in the door. So, and, and the important thing, you know, I've met a lot of uh, the people who have come through mm -hmm. Flourish and, and they learn some really fine skills that are really in high demand right now yeah. in, in the work or will be when the pandemic mm -hmm. is over. Yeah. Uh, and, and they, uh, they learn these skills uh, and they get paid mm -hmm. and you work on the mind the yeah. whole time. Uh, tell yeah. us about, tell us about, cause Rachel and I have both been there for your morning, how you begin the day. Tell us how oh, you do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, our whole day encompasses the program that we teach and it starts out with morning reflection and we uh, get together and we share a word of the day. Um, recently, our word of the day um, was intuition, that internal knowing. Um, and we shut, yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna speak for myself. I'll speak just for me. <laughs> I learned to shut down my intuition, to not listen to my intuition. I was raised into behavioral, um, codependent behavior where I would rescue people. My job was to assess other people's needs and emotions and meet wherever they are, shutting down my own awareness, shutting down my needs, shutting down my voice, um, which is a really great way to begin anesthetizing. Because <laughs> in order to part ourselves out, we have to shut down that internal no, they, we have to shut down that internal like alarm system that goes off or the voice that says, this isn't right, this isn't okay. Um, and so the louder that voice gets, the more we need to figure out ways to turn down the volume. And so um, we start out in the morning with a word of the day. This one happened to have been intuition. We talked about that internal knowing. How do you trust the internal knowing when we're learning to retrust or develop trust in ourselves after all of our history of bad relationships? Maybe we've experienced incarceration. Um, all kinds of traumas. How do we listen to the internal voice? How, how do we trust it? And so we start our morning with, with a very provocative word, <laughs> always is, doesn't matter what the word is. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we all share about insights and thoughts and kind of wrestle with it. And that's the opportunity for us to really share our heart and get to know one another and to support the journey. And if anyone's really struggling with something that day, you get to say, you know what? Today's an anniversary of a death, of an event, something's going on in my life, um, I feel triggered, and I just need the community to support and hold me in that space today. I'm feeling really vulnerable, I'm feeling really tender, broken today. Um, or maybe I'm feeling great and we get to celebrate. <laughs> you know, I just got off paper. We had two guys get off paper this last month. So we get to celebrate that together. What does it mean? What does it mean to be forgiven? You know, because off paper means I've earned trust back. What does it mean to not be held um, in purgatory? You know, 
What does it mean to be welcomed back into a community? So we do that in the mornings and we start there with that getting real with one another getting really down to business with one another. And then we do business, we bake, <laughs> we mix cookies, <laughs> we make scones, you know, we make bread and we meet the public and the public gets really excited because, you know, you know, I don't have to tell you how many people have someone or are themselves in recovery. And people get excited when they come in and they buy product from us, whether it's at the store, which is our back door store, whether it's online, whether it's at a farmer's market, they get excited because they know someone or depending on the generation, sometimes it's a quiet on the side. Hey, you know, I'm in recovery too. <laughs> um, you know, there's a difference. It's changed. It's well, changed. Yeah, we're, we're a lot more open now. About yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's beautiful because I was raised in a culture, you know, where to be sober meant you carried a can of Pepsi around and nobody talked about it. Right. Um, and today we're, we're peeling back the, the, the shame and the secrets. And we're saying, this is real life. This is normal life. And we all struggle with the need to anesthetize pain. You know, I heard you say earlier that the rise in women and liver disease this last year is astounding. What did you say? 30%. You know, and sadly, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all because when we live in, in a space of pain, we're looking to, to escape that pain. And alcohol is a really easy way to escape pain. It's a great way to, well, it, for a small period of time. <laughs> so, and it, and it's this legal. Much. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. And yeah. we kept all the liquor stores open <laughs> for the year. So, yeah. but it is a way in which we can numb that little alarm system that's going off, that voice that's going off that says, I'm in pain, I'm unhappy, I'm disconnected, I'm isolated, I'm alone, I'm depressed, I need help. And if I, you know, take a few drinks, it shuts it down. It worked. Yeah. It, it, I, I did that for 40 years and I mm -hmm. thought it was working for me, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't. Can yeah. you, uh, without naming names, can you talk about some of the successful people that have come through the program, mm -hmm. where they've gone and what they do, that kind of stuff? Yeah, so after a year of working with Flourish, um, individuals go out on an externship and they get to employ some of these skills that they've learned here in um, the greater community while they're still connected to Flourish for some support. Um, it's kind of a, a gradual, you know, moving from an intensive treatment to an environment that supports the skill set to testing out the real, you know, hardcore cold world, but with, you know, a hand of support next to you. As you learn to say no to somebody who says, but I want you to work, you know, 13 hours today. And I want you to do back-to-back -back shifts, knowing that it's not healthy or the brain chemistry is going to be totally, I'm not going to swear. I'm sorry. I almost swore there. No, um, right. that your right. Brain chemistry is going to get really screwed up by a, a lack of healthy sleep cycle or lack of healthy eating cycle or lack of exercise, you know, all the things that we promote at Flourish. So we help individuals choose an externship program where they get a chance to try on boundaries in a world that may push back more than we would hear and say, you know what, I'm sorry, but I need to keep my regular gym schedule because that's part and for my physical, mm -hmm. mental health and it affects my emotional ability to be in my job in a healthy way and to be able to explain that. And then we've had individuals who've gone off to locations like Deer Valley, um, 
on Liberty Heights Fresh. We have an individual right now who's who's an Odyssey graduate who's heading out on interviews. This has been heading out on interviews this last week for their externship. And one of the things we're coaching him on is choose things that are caring for you. It's not just the money. Yes, you need a paycheck, but you also need things like healthcare, PTO, vacation time, reasonable work schedule, a job that's more than seasonal. It needs to be a long-term position. Don't just take something because someone's going to hand you uh, the first thing they're going to hand you. Know your worth. Know your value. Choose accordingly. Um, And that's the kind of thing that our interns get to do. And so... um, it's an exciting process. Some individuals stay, you know, working in um, the culinary world and some don't, and that's totally fine. Flourish isn't just baking. Sure, you're gonna learn to make a cookie and a cake while you're here for sure, absolutely. And some amazing pie, a lot of pie as a matter of fact. Um, but, But maybe that's not what you wanna do for the rest of your life. Maybe what you wanna do is go back to school. Maybe what you want to do is work in social services because you want to give back in a community that helped raise you up and help you heal. Um, Maybe you want to become an accountant. I'm not positive why, but hey, maybe you love it. Maybe, maybe you like the numbers. So I'm not going to tell you no. So what we want to do in in Flourish is that we're looking at um, helping individuals find themselves, their passions and learn skill sets that are for um, career-oriented positions. We can all paint, we can all move boxes, and we can all move along, but we want to help individuals develop a skill set that is going to help them with a career, a lifelong passion, something that they feel proud of, something that connects to their soul, something they feel called to do in their life. And because that, I think, is the root of long-term recovery, finding our passion, finding ourselves, our soul and our community, our people. What what is your background, Amy? Uh, You have a pretty interesting past. Yeah, I I, I I do. Which part do you want to know about? (laughs) So um, I have an interesting past. Yes. Um, I have been um, a pastry chef, corporate pastry chef, an executive pastry chef in Park City for a period of time. Um, I'm also an ordained Episcopal priest. I come from a family that on both sides has struggles with um, addiction, uh, death, loss, and some recovery. Not as many stories as we would all like um, of success, <laughs> but a lot of stories that are definitely very impacting. I was married to someone in addiction for 12 years. Um, and ultimately the lack of desire to heal was what ended our relationship. Um, so yeah, which part of my interesting past would you like to talk about? (laughs) I didn't, well, what I I was, I was interested in in the fact that you're an ordained Episcopalian priest and how you make the move from, from being that to Mm -hmm. running Flourish Bakery and working with all these uh, people in recovery. Oh, well, that's, that's my heart. That's my passion. Um, and I'll be honest with you when, well, let's go back to the example of getting off paper, getting off paper while it seems like it's a legal process, which of course it is. It's also a process of forgiveness and forgiveness is a spiritual process. 
That is a sacramental process and it's done in community and it's done in owning who we are and rectifying relationship, reconciling relationship. And then um, earning back trust and building a new relationship. That is a process that is a spiritual process as much as it is a manifestation, a physical process in, in our world. Um, so while it has its legal side, it has its spiritual side as well. So that's how they come together. Um, getting off paper is a process of forgiveness. And, um, and I think it's important to point out that, that there's the positive struggles, right, in recovery, because I was fortunate, fortunate enough to be there at the reflections when we were talking about the, the gentleman that was graduating and he was able to express like his fears and, and trying to find employment and stuff. And these are all positive things that yeah. we work so hard for, but yet we yeah. still have like our core issues or that inner child talking to us. And so being able to sit around a table of like-minded yeah. people and support, yeah. we need it for the positive just as much as we do the negative as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's about divine worth. What you're talking about is those fears that I have are are my internal um, voice, the, the child within that says, I don't deserve, I'm not healthy, I'm not well, um, I'm not loved, um, I'm not safe. Uh, and when we're sitting, I mean, when we're building a community like we do at Flourish, that is a community that says exactly the opposite. And it says it every day, all year. <laughs> And sometimes it takes every day, all year before we realize, oh, I can cancel out. I can re-record. I can tape over that childhood voice that says, you're only worth what you did in your past. You're only worth your worst um, action. And it's not, it's not reconcilable. Um, so what we look at is that original goodness that divine wholeness. So when you ask about, you know, how it connects to the, the work of the spiritual, if you believe that people are originally good, born, born in wholeness, that we can be that. And that's what we do here. I mean, that's the community that we build here is that, that one of wholeness, healing, worth, and health. And it takes a lot of people telling us all day, every day, you are worth it. You are amazing. You're beautiful. You are not the sum of your past actions. So. There are, there are uh, bosses probably mm -hmm. who might watch this who would say, now, wait a minute. You mm -hmm. waste an hour every morning to talk <laughs> about these things. What kind of productivity could you have had mm -hmm. during that hour to put out more pies and more bread and more sandwiches mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff? What would be your answer to that? Well, you have to decide why you exist in this world, <laughs> Randall. And we exist, Flourish exists for the process of offering transformation. And so we put that priority at the front and center of what we do. Now, I'll be honest with you. We arrive by 6 a.m., no later. And we do get the ovens on. And we do throw some things in the oven. And then around 7, 7.30, we stop while some things continue baking or proofing. And we'll grab them out of the proof box and we'll throw them in the oven. And we'll, we'll continue talking while it goes. So, so we're not like um, neglecting the business, but we have to understand why the business exists. The business exists 
for the people. The business exists for healing, for wholeness, for transformation. The business exists for creating that opportunity. Neglecting that hour would mean we're not doing our business. <laughs> so <laughs> I frequently use, um, if you're familiar with the work of Simon Sinek and the golden circle, you start at the very center with the why. Why does the business exist? Why do you exist? Why are you here? And then the next concentric ring outside of that, if you're thinking about like a bullseye, would be the how. How are you doing what you, what you exist for? Your, how are you living out your why? And then the outer circle, the third outer circle is the what. In our world, the what is pies, cookies, cakes, you know, all these things. That's the what. The how is baking. The how is a healthy lunch. The how is morning reflection. The how is going to the gym as a team. The how is working on um, financial stability and working with financial coaches to develop budgets and uh, live a healthy life in recovery in the community. And the why is that very center, people. And people who need the opportunity to heal. And that's every single one of us, whether or not we have a substance use issue. Because we all have some anesthetizing practice that we do, all of us. <laughs> we do. We only have about a minute left. Uh, uh, and, and I'd really like to you know, push your bakery because if, if you go into Flourish and you buy something, first of all, you're going to be really happy with what you buy, but it's, what you, it's who you're helping at the same time. So, so tell us how we can get a hold of you online or in okay. person or anything like that. Sure. Well, we are Flourish Bakery, and you can find us at 752 West Center Street in Midvale. It's off the 7200 South exit on I-15, just a little south of that. And then we're also online at Flourish, F-L-O-U-R-I-S-H-S-L-C, like Salt Lake City, dot org. The dot org that people that people get caught up on. <laughs> so flourishslc.org. You can shop online. You can learn more about the program. You can apply to be an intern or a volunteer on the website. Um, you can ask questions. You can email us from there. And you're also going to be doing your food truck, right? We're going to be taking the truck out to the markets this year and doing some special events with the truck. With the growth of, this, of the backdoor store here and our hopes to have a cafe in the future, maybe 2002-ish, wow. um, and the launch of DoorDash, our team is busy and we're growing and we're actually going to be hiring more interns. So it's a great time to think about applying. Amy Altizer with Flourish Bakery. Thank you for spending a half hour with us. Rachel, good to see you again. Thank you. And Amy, I wanted to just point out, um, in reference to Flourish, what it sounds to me is like baking a cake, right? Like you have to have your key ingredients and people in recovery or that come from trauma past, you have those key ingredients to maintain a healthy lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Forward while eating really good food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but in 2020, everybody in the world needed the recovery skills. It's sad that there's only a slice <laughs> of us that have them. <laughs> so. okay. Right, absolutely. You're, you're amazing. And oh, so thank you for being on this show and sharing your perspective. It's so important for people to hear. Well, I thank you for honoring me with, ad, with the invitation. I love being here with you today. You'd be a good boss to work for. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. <laughs>
Thank you for watching Odyssey House Journals.